1: Well, Trey, it's another day closer. Have you had your viewing period of practice yet today?
2: Yep, we just wrapped up. Excuse me, just wrapped up viewing period, and we'll get interviews probably with KJ Jefferson, Jalen Catalan, today, right after I'm off air at 5:35. So um, they were in full pads today. Still kind of the same thing with with injury report. Dominic Johnson still in green. Jaden Hazelwood's still in green. Jaden Wilson still in green. Marcus Henderson still in green. Uh, I do have some unfortunate news for uh, Marco Avant. Also, he is uh, he's medically retiring from football. He's gone on mm. medical hardship, so that means in the future he won't he won't count against Arkansas's 85 scholarship total. But he will be able to remain on athletic scholarship. But that also means his career at Arkansas is is done as a as a Razorback football player. So, uh, good luck to Marco Avant. Uh, just asked about I was. Then kind of tipped off about that and confirmed with uh, sports information this morning, or excuse me, this afternoon, that Dave uh, Ant's no longer with the team. Um, so, uh, aside from that,
1: and he's a, practice, he's a we did see – young player. Oh, let me stop you there. Young yeah. player, red shirt freshman, linebacker. Uh, mm-hmm was it just an injury that he just wasn't going to come back from yeah he
3: spent
2: he spent most of last year injured uh right when he joined i think like maybe the first practice of the spring i remember seeing him at practice and then seeing him kind of hobble off and then didn't see him for a long long time after that so i guess whatever that injury was
1: was just uh, something that just wouldn't go away so um and let me ask you before you were going to keep going there but before you go any mm-hmm. further again we for hazelwood Sam Pippen said he's going to play. I mean, he's still in a green jersey. No, no. You still feel confident he'll play Saturday?
2: No question. I don't have any question that Hazelwood will play Saturday. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, he's out there today. I mean, he's in green, but he's—it's just a—you know—it's precautionary. Um, but I, yeah, I don't have any doubt that Hazelwood will play. And um, you know, I've been—I've been kind of asking myself like. <laughs> You know, we do. We run all these preseason polls and stuff for people to answer and stuff. Uh, let me let me first, before I jump into that, finish okay. some practice stuff, because Malik yeah. Hornsby was working wide receiver today. Uh, right. Actually, when they came out in fastball, he was out there first at wide receiver. First. I don't know if that's gamemanship. Yeah, I don't know if that's a little gamemanship by Sam Pittman. We've not seen him line up at wide receiver during the open portion of practice since the spring. So it, he has not really? done it all fall camp.
1: Yeah, wow.
2: not, not while we've been out there. But I've always, you know, had my suspicions that they're working on his package, and, you know, I don't think it'll be so much as, um, I don't think it'll be so much as him like, you know, taking, you know, line at wide receiver 25 times a game or something. As much as maybe you see something seven times a game, but, you know, seven of the, five of those times maybe it means he gets the ball, you know, something like that. Um, but it's also possible that Sam Pittman just wants to give uh, Cincinnati something to to have to scout for or something to have to prepare for uh, by giving us access to when Malik Hornsby is running wide receiver. So we'll write about it. They'll see it and maybe give them something to to spend <laughs> a little extra time on that maybe they don't plan
1: on doing so much. You never know. So, Well, well Trey, um, yesterday you said you thought against the Cincinnati defense, which is a little bit rebuilt, Arkansas on a throw deep. Is yep. that part of the deal with, with Hornsby? They can do that, right?
2: They can do that with all these guys, though. <laughs> they can do yeah. it. I mean, so I went back yesterday and started watching highlight videos of Jaden Hazelwood and Matt Landers from, you know, their times at other schools. And then, uh, you know, it was kind of interesting because Jalen Hurts is a big dude, kind of similar size to like K.J. Jefferson. He wore one at Oklahoma. So, you know, with the red, it was kind of, you know, you could kind of like visualize K.J. hitting Jaden Hazelwood on a big pass play. But, uh, you know, I went back and watched those two guys. Obviously, we saw Warren Thompson last year. He caught 19 balls for Arkansas. I think it's interesting with Warren Thompson what people don't really think about. Nobody was talking about Warren Thompson last year. He was a walk-on transfer from Florida State. Now he was very highly recruited when he was at Florida State, but he was he came to Arkansas not guaranteed a scholarship. In fact, yeah, you know he was a late, late enrollee. Now you say it's late when you enroll on time, but he was a late enrollee. <laughs> yeah, right. And, uh, I mean, he'd already, he'd already, you know, made some plays in the Texas game before he was put on scholarship. He caught a 60-yard bomb in the Georgia Southern game for a touchdown before he'd ever been put on scholarship. It was heading into week four before Warren Thompson was, headed, was given a scholarship. And what I hear from people on the inside is, you know, last year there was just a whole lot of thinking and processing and this year, he's more one with the offense. He, he really understands it now. And that's maybe been the biggest thing uh, that Warren Thompson has improved on. Um, but it's also interesting, too, because Keetron Jackson has been here at Arkansas longer than any of those guys I just mentioned, longer than Warren Thompson, longer than Matt Landers, longer than Jaden Hazelwood. But because we've only seen Keetron catch five passes we probably know the least about Ketron Jackson yeah, because there's so right. many there's so many other things to consider that you don't really see in a practice like you know something that I was watching on video what I came away with and I was just watching yesterday and I was thinking man Matt Landers Cause I've been real I've been thinking like Warren Thompson maybe he's the guy this year and I was watching Matt Landers like man Matt Landers is a smoothest wide <laughs> Looks receiver good, doesn't he He's the tallest wide receiver. Yeah. He's super physical. Like, he's a guy that people are going to hate tackling, probably my pick for yards after contact guy um, as a wide receiver. And I don't know if he could get, like, Bryce Stevens and Isaiah Satania in a, in a 40, but if it's 200 – then I, I think maybe so <laughs> he might be able to get them. Um, so you know, and I'm thinking that with him. And then you know, I, I started watching Jaden Hazelwood last night, and I'm thinking, man, the, the guy that probably is going to make the most tough catches, the most, the guy that's going to take the catch, you know, make the catch when he's getting drilled or uh, in a really tight window you thought was incomplete, but it's not. Probably Jaden Hazelwood, and probably, you know, out of the top four guys that we're talking about, probably the best guy at turning into a running back after he catches the ball, you know, even mm-hmm. though he's 6'3", 200 and, you know, 210 pounds or so. I'm um, just real curious about this group because they look so good out there. And I'm just wondering, like, is it going to completely translate over to the football field? Because there are so many other aspects that comes with playing wide receivers aside from just catching the ball. And in mm-hmm. practice, that's what a lot of it is, catch the ball and, you know, you don't do a whole lot after that uh, because you don't want to you don't want to risk injury, especially not in the periods that we've been able to watch. So, but I do find it interesting, kind of, to think about those top four wide receivers that the guy that's been on campus the longest we know the least about.
1: Wow, that's fascinating, and we're going to talk some more about those guys uh, after we talk to Charlie in Camden, who's got a question for Trey. Biddy, hi, Charlie.
0: How's it going, uh, Rick? Uh, how you doing, Trey? Um, hey, Charlie. I just want Uh, Well, I wanted to ask you guys, Trey, I think something that – and I know you're not overlooking this because your your football intelligence wouldn't let you, but I think something that a lot of fans are over – because it does. I mean, you do have high intelligence. But uh, I think it's something that a lot of fans are uh, looking over about Cincinnati this week is, yes, they did lose a lot of players, but they are returning five starting offensive linemen. Yeah. And, you know, I I think that – you know, listen – they're going to challenge us uh, when it comes to the run. I think they're going to try to protect, you know, their young quarterbacks and try to run the football at us. That's going to be a challenge. I mean, you know, I know we're going to face a lot of great offensive lines this year in the SEC, but you can make the case, this might be one of the better ones that we play all year. I mean, and I, you know, and I think that's why this game is going to be close. I think Arkansas has a better football team overall. I got 34-21 hogs. But I think they pull away late. I just think that, you know, and there's well coached. We all know that. And I, I, I've i got buddies texting me, we're going to win by three or four touchdowns. They lost their quarterback. And I'm like, well, mm. yeah, they did. But they people don't understand how important it is to return five starting mm. off at the line. Yes, That's they right. lost their quarterback. I appreciate you yeah. guys, though. And y'all have a great day.
1: All right, Charlie, I agree you. with that.
2: It's one of the reasons I like Arkansas a lot this year because they returned so many multi-year starters on the offensive line. Um, but he, he makes a really good point, too. I mean, I, have, hey. I I bring up the the Justin Fields thing over and over again, I know, but just when they were breaking him down on ESPN this time and he went to him his first, second, third, fourth, fifth wide receiver, you know, he's just um, – <laughs> and uh, you know he's showing all this poise in the pocket, but of course, because you know you count, and it's like seven seconds that he's just standing there with nobody coming after him. Yeah, and that's his offensive line doing that business. So, um, absolutely, the offensive line, you know, returns, and you know, is going to be going to be a big part of this game. I mean, having maturity up front like that, really important.
3: You know, one thing that I that I think I it's like you know what Coach Pittman was able to fill gaps with the transfer portal you know coming out of being in the final four of the playoffs you know Cincinnati had an opportunity to recruit a great replacement class out of transfer portal as well mm-hmm. and so you know I, you know, when we're talking about even though if you lost the ability to lose eight or nine players to the NFL guys that gives you an opportunity to recruit some top players to to come in the transfer portal that were good so i, I it's going to be as I, as i mentioned a, a, an awesome game but Trey what I want to ask you is, is how do you and I, I mentioned this before on our in our on our talent level in the secondary because that's so to me is is the is is where you can do so many different things do you see if you saying how many guys do you think playing our secondary right now will have a chance to play on Sunday that's yeah. that's that's how I evaluate you know when I go out and look at a team when I you know that's why when everybody go in pregame you look at Alabama. You said wow all of them suckers going to play in the NFL <laughs> you know and 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 usually seven or eight of them are drafted you know just or eventually if, if as 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 the their time comes up well, how do how do you see that to be for uh for our class right now well cuz i haven't seen practice so i don't right. you know and i know the stars and stuff but i'm saying you you've seen enough go to the league i mean we're good We had Kanoi Kennedy, David Barrett, two NFL players.
1: Which 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 guys in this secondary are the NFL? Yes.
2: Right. So the guy that I would probably reach on because we know the least about right now is Dwight McLothern, the LSU transfer. And that's just for me, knowing him as a recruit, talking to people that, you know, watched him at camps and stuff like that, coming up as a recruit. Just uh, a lot of people really high on his potential. But... You know, he's still very much an unknown for Arkansas. He started six games at LSU last year, but he's very much unknown for Arkansas. Jalen Catalan is a potential first-round pick at safety. I've seen him on some mock drafts. I don't think he gets out of round three when it all comes down to it. His height, that may hurt him a little bit, Uh, although we've seen a lot of NFL players in the secondary that are, you know, his size or even shorter that, uh, you know, have had all-pro type careers, defensive player of the year careers even. Um, but Jalen Catalan to me is he's about as good as you can get at, at safety and you know I don't know that I would put that label on Simeon Blair or Hudson Clark I don't know on Ladarius Bishop yet um, although he's got a lot of speed and that could impress mm-hmm. some people and started you know he started the majority of games last year um, I like Malik Chavis but we don't know enough about him he's certainly got the size 6'2", 195 pounds or so and um, but uh, I, and Jaden Johnson is another guy that I really think may have you know some potential on the next level. But he's still very young. But he's got that really good size that you like. In fact, he was up to 230 last year and has dropped all the way down to 205 at a legit 62. Um, Latavius Brainy started obviously twelve games for Georgia last year, but we haven't seen a whole lot of him at Arkansas. In fact, he's you know pretty much running with the second group right now. So the only guys I could say that are for sure that I think are NFL next level players are Jalen Catalan and then the other guy that I haven't mentioned yet, and that's Miles Slusher, the nickel back. Okay. I think Slusher could play every single spot in the secondary, whether it's corner safety, nickel, any of those spots. I think he next to Catalon is the best player uh, in Arkansas secondary. So good. Two for okay. sure guys, I think.
3: Sure. And,
2: and possibly you know, a maybe possible. A possible. Yeah. Yeah. That That's good.
0: All right. It makes well, me feel better.
1: Clark- Tim in Clarksville has a question for Trey. Tim, thanks for calling.
0: Hey guys, how are you all doing today? Great. Hey Trey, uh how's our quarterback and our backup quarterback?
2: KJ looks good, man. <laughs> he looks good out there. Hey. Nobody's even talked about KJ just because it's just presumed, you know. Yeah, yeah, really... yeah we will
0: make sure he's all right. <laughs> yeah, he looks yeah. good out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, he can't be doing that stuff he did last year. I mean, he, he looked good
1: doing it.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I actually asked Sam Pippen about that yesterday, but he was kind of like, you know, you don't want to – you don't want to rein him back too much, but, you know, at the same time, you know, he came out of that Texas A&M game, came out of the Penn State game, you know, so it's it's kind of scary moments. And yeah. Right now with, like, Malik Hornsby, you know, he would be the guy that comes in. I would feel if Arkansas had a lead, I would have a level of confidence in Malik Hornsby putting a game away yeah. because of his speed. Um, I don't know yet if he can, you know, do it with his arm. I will say, though, I went and watched him last week, I guess, just focused on him a lot, and the other quarterbacks, um, and they were all throwing deep balls, and it felt like I don't know what it was, but all of them were throwing kind of wobbly spirals, and he was throwing really tight ball. And in fact, you know, it's not just arm strength has never been a problem with Malik Hornsby. It's just that you know the ball is, you know, the receiver's running ten yards in front of him. And he throws it as hard as he can. That's kind of been yeah, Malik, you know just just always going catch on the ball. Yeah, and I feel like he's gotten better at that. You know, just watching him in one-on-ones and stuff, it feels like that's something that he's really taken to heart. I still think Malik can be a a good
0: quarterback in Arkansas. I think he's going to be our breakaway guy as far as uh, he's going to impress a lot of people.
2: Yeah, I watched a lot of his highlights yesterday, too. I was just kind of flipping through watching everybody, watching Cincinnati highlights, you know, watching Eastern Michigan highlights with, uh, you know, the quarterback because he played there last year. and. You know, came across you know Malik Hornsby highlights and just man, the speed is just it just kind of takes your breath away. He's so fast.
0: And with Navy Mike calling from Florida, he needs to just stay in Florida and quit calling.
1: I I don't think he's really a
0: hog fan. All right, see you guys.
1: thanks for calling. You know, it's interesting because yeah, I mean the guys oh well, Cincinnati can't be any good because they lost their quarterback. Yeah, there's a pretty good chance Arkansas is going to lose their quarterback after this year. Does that mean they can't be any good anymore? Yeah. You that can get you're new no ones, good. don't yeah. you?
2: Yeah, I can remember the first time I saw Johnny Manziel when uh, Florida played, when he played Florida, and I was just like, Oh crap! This guy,
1: <laughs> first drive, <laughs> first
2: first drive. You're thinking, all right, they're not going to be so good at quarterback. Uh, first drive, that that opinion changed. So, uh, absolutely, uh, the other guy has a lot of experience. Evan Prater was a really highly regarded guy. He's got a lot of, you know, he's compared to Colin Kaepernick. You know, I mean, that's a pretty pretty lofty comparison. Watched a little bit of highlights of him. Not a whole lot of highlights because he didn't play a whole lot last year. But, you know, you can see this guy has speed and elusiveness and. Um, we don't know which, which one they're going to get. So, um, yeah, just – I mean, go back and look at Cincinnati's history. Go back to Mark D'Antonio. Go back to um, uh, Brian Kelly, Butch Jones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Tuberville was even there for a little while. Tuberville mm-hmm. was probably the only guy that didn't springboard that into, a, you know, a bigger job. But they've been really good really since that first year that uh, – that Brian Kelly took over there. Um, Butch Jones was there. I don't know if I mentioned him, but Butch Jones yeah. was there also, mm-hmm. and you know, parlayed that into the Tennessee job. So this is a program that is absolutely used to having success. They have tradition also, and Cincinnati's not a bad place to recruit.
1: Well, let's go again. The last four years. Okay, so his first year, four and eight. Luke Fickle, then eleven and two, eleven and three, nine and one, and thirteen and one. I mean, yeah, it's-, it's pretty good. That's pretty darn good. We had, uh, I think, Navy Mike called earlier and said it takes five years to build a program, and Pippen's only in his third. Well, guess what? In his third year, Fickle went eleven and three, and his fourth year went nine and one. So, uh, there's no, there's nothing that says Arkansas can't improve over nine victories, is there?
2: No, no. I think that they, I mean, in, in, looking at this team right now, like if, if I didn't know that everybody else had transfer portal help. Um, just this team relative to past Arkansas teams, I've, I've said this before, but man for man, depth wise, across the board, there's deep looking a team, as good looking a team at Arkansas as I've seen in the 19 years I've been covering them. I mean, yeah. they may not have, you know, I'm not putting this backfield up against, you know, um, Darren McFadden, Felix Jones, and Jones, Peyton Hillis, yeah, Mike Smith, right. all those guys. Right. But there are also deficiencies on that team that this team doesn't have. But at the same time, I think that every team across the the country, especially in the SEC where it's really attractive to play, is probably elevated relative to past teams that they've had at their program. You know, we complain about NIL and transfer portal and all that stuff, but at the end of the day, it's probably a really good thing if you've got a program run like Arkansas is run right now. If you've got a bad program, it's probably not good for you. (laughs) But if you've got a program where, you know, people say, hey, you know, that's an attractive spot for me, you know, it's probably a little bit of a level playing field um, in a lot of regards. And I think it's probably going to cause a little bit more parity in college football. We'll see. There's so much unknown
1: right now. Now, you saw practice today. Am I correct? Is this the last view you'll get before Saturday? Yep. This is the last one. This is the last
2: opportunity to watch a Razorback practice until they kick off the season. So, um As Randy Rainwater likes to say, the hay's in the barn, but they still got a lot more practice (laughs) to do. They got to practice tomorrow, Thursday walk through Friday, um,
1: and then I guess they go check in their hotel and Saturday's game day. And you will get Sam Pittman tomorrow. You'll get some time with him tomorrow, correct? Get tomorrow
2: at two o'clock. He's got SEC teleconference at ten fifty, and then two o'clock with the the Arkansas media, and then seven o'clock at the Catfish Hole.
1: Wow, you get a lot of opportunities with him then, and that's and that's yep. it. What What in the world can he say that's different than yeah. what he said? What well, exactly? Yeah, I mean, you talked to him, you know. got him Monday too yesterday, right?
2: <laughs> we got him. We got him Monday also. Monday's always a big one because it's you know starting the week and then, you know, it's after film after a game. So next Monday is always a really important, um, you know, sit down with the coach because you review everything that happened and kind of look forward at the same time. And then, of course, Wednesday is all about the next
1: opponent. Okay, well, that's Trey Biddy. We'll be talking to him tomorrow after he talks to Sam Pittman once again. Hope you have a great day, Trey. Thank you. Have a good day, Trey. And Trey's got to hit it because he's going to go do the interviews as quick as he can.